A FAM production. Furniture and mattress. FAM.news. Are you making these costly, completely unnecessary mistakes when it comes to financing? Craig Lefew is going to help us sidestep the landmines and land more business for your stores. The Dos Marcos Show begins in 60 seconds. Driven entrepreneurs, listen up. It's time to team up with Nationwide Marketing Group, North America's most successful network of independent retailers. You'll gain access to programs and services that level the playing field between you and the national chains. Industry-leading digital marketing, increased buying power, exclusive networking events, and of course, their awesome learning platform. Nationwide Marketing Group is the business partner that helps you get results and stay ahead of the competition. Take the first step today and visit nationwidegroup.org. Do you want more sales in three easy clicks? Yeah. It starts right now at doorcounts.com. With a completely redesigned user interface, gathering data has never been easier. Click number one, your salespeople connect with the customer as they walk through the door. Click two is the outcome. Click three, key performance metrics right there on your phone from anywhere at any time. Now your salespeople can spend their time selling and DoorCounts is going to gather the data you need to make your business better. Start right now at DoorCounts.com. Welcome to the Dos Marco Show with Mark Kinsley and Mark Quinn. We're mattress and furniture leaders gathered to grow, get the inside scoop, tell stories, and take tequila shots. The galaxy's greatest mattress podcast has liftoff in three, two, one. I would like to make an argument that financing is a sexy topic. And it's going to be fun. Financing can be fun, especially when you have Craig Lefew with, how do you pronounce the name of your business, Craig? Qualify. <laughs> Quinn, how did you say it to me the like first time the you read it? Kinsley. It's actually Marsupi. To me? <laughs> Sorry, oh, is it Craig? He's Marsupi. <laughs> you said it was a bear. How, how did I? Marsupi. It's like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Kinsey, are you asking me how I pronounced it the first time? The very time first time you? that you said the name of the business to me, how did you pronounce it? It was Koalafi? I don't even think I remember. Co yeah. And you're like, what does this mean? Who's Koalafi? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I have to tell you, Craig, uh, and, and all due respect to your company, um, I, I did not understand it. And I'm like, wait, and then they said, no, it's Koalafi. You know, like the marsupial. Um, and I said, oh, I go, that is, it. and I thought that's the dumbest thing ever. And then after I thought about it for a while, I'm like, that is so freaking clever <laughs> because it's a play on words. And I'm assuming you're going to have a really cute, fun uh, koala, like uh, marsupial mascot at some point. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's what our retailers are clamoring for is uh, to get that koala out of the gate. But, um, we're running through some marketing uh, initiatives right now to do that. But yeah, I mean, it's it's funny how it actually started. Uh, we were going through a big rebrand. You know, we used to be West Creek uh, for the last five or six years. And um, our COO, Gene Burke, uh, had made a joke about it. He's like, well, if they qualify uh, for it. And, you know, it just kind of stuck from there. And so he gets credit to this day, um, you know, similar to the, the gecko with Geico and so on and so forth. 
Well, hey, Gene, nice job on the on the pun dad joke that actually stuck Uh, because it is, you know, I think about financing and I'm like, oh, that's a very like rigid, sweaty palms moment for people. But a koala is the softest, most cuddly, most wonderful, calming, soothing animal I think I've ever seen. And so and then the plan awards is really cool. And so, hey, we're super excited to have Craig with Koalify on the show today to talk about something that just i can't believe it hasn't ever come across this show in any meaningful way and it's something that every retailer across the board does pretty much every day which is some sort of financing so people can walk away with adjustable beds and complete living room sets and all the things they need and not have to pay for it all at once and so it's a huge part of our industry so craig you're the vp of sales with qualify and i got to start right here what, what is the biggest mistake or what are the biggest mistakes businesses make when offering financing? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I think there's a, a couple things. I, I think the main thing is, is that they don't bring it up early and often. Uh, many times, you know, we want to get that customer qualified uh, and figure out what their budget is and figure out what they're spending. That way, um, you, don't, you don't necessarily waste time showing them stuff that's too expensive um, or, you know, you don't, um, you don't, you don't undershoot yourself, right? You don't, uh, you know, find out they're approved for five grand and you only sell them 2000, uh, figure out that there's more opportunity there. So uh, we like to, to recommend that businesses talk about it early and often, um, you know, whether it's on the website uh, and then, you know, right there when the, when the RSA is talking to the customer, when they come through the door. Um, And I think, you know, there's some, there's some caveats in there, but a lot of a lot of companies offer too many options, or they don't offer enough enough, right? So uh, there's a fine line there as far as what the what the right mixture is. Uh, and then you know, unfortunately, some of our inhibitors are salespeople who don't necessarily understand it all, um, or are able to speak um, you know speak to the customer about it and, and tell them what it's all about. We talk a lot about training when it comes to product knowledge and sales process, uh, probably not as much conversation around training when it comes to financing, everything from when and how to introduce it in a way that dovetails nicely or merges with our selling process. Do you have to go in and do a lot of sales training for, for RSAs so they understand how to use it, how to talk about it, just the dynamics there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially in the least owned space, we're trying to reduce the, uh, the, the stigma around it or how it was taboo maybe 10 years ago. Uh, how it's not taboo anymore. I mean, we, um, one of the cool things that we do is we sit down, we want to be strategic partners with, with our retailers. Uh, we want to make sure that we're emphasizing their training message, but also, you know, making it easier for that RSA to transition, uh, you know, in, into financing and the different types of financing and see how that relates to the end consumer, uh, whether it allows them to throw an adjustable base on there. Um, either way, I think you guys know, like when you finance tickets, they're almost twice as much, right? So average tickets around 1500 bucks. If they use financing, it's around 3000. Wow. Boom. Oh, you want to make more money? <laughs> Offer financing. Yeah. Hmm. Bigger tickets, more profit. Uh, Craig, I, I, so one of the things when I was talking to you guys that just blew me away and I hadn't really thought of it this way. And Kinsley, you're right. The, the fact that this hasn't come across our path in a, in, in a meaningful way in the past is surprising as we're, as now we're talking about it. It's such a big part of, you know, a retailer's business, but Craig, when a consumer comes in, 
Um, I, I call it that moment of truth. So if they're, they're at the desk and the retail salesperson has been working with them to your point, if they don't handle it up front, then you're left to dealing with this at that you know moment of truth where you're, hey, let's pay for this stuff. But um, when they when they submit an application, the consumer does to try to get approved, that retail salesperson has, in most cases, they have to look at the consumer and go, okay, you are, this is how I um, uh, see you as a credit opportunity. Either you're high risk um, or, you know, I think that you're going to be able to qualify for top tier financing. Either way, that retail salesperson has to judge that consumer and then, and then, put an application in for the finance vehicle that best suits what they think the, you know, the, the pro the, the investor profile is on that, on that consumer. The problem is if they get it wrong, then the consumer gets rejected. It's embarrassing. It's an issue. There's a negative thing to that. And then you got to go back in and they get dinged on their credit, right? For the application. Then they have to go back and you guys have to find another vehicle for them. The cool thing about what you guys are doing is that you're you're able to say to the retail sales associate, "Hey, we got you. Uh, one application, one process. No matter what the 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 risk or the you know the finance profile is for that consumer, we're going to cover it. There's never going to be a no answer. Did I paraphrase that correctly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there might be a no at the end, but it's a very small percentage of the population. So right, um, we were bas we're basically taking the guesswork out of financing. Uh, through our frictionless application, right? So we can approve for uh, both loans and leases in our application. And to your point, you know, you deal with one uh, one rep from our company, one customer service, um, one um, you know, one uh, one dealer customer service. You know, so it's uh, it's it's really efficient. It's really seamless, and really helps lead to more conversions. So just one follow-up question on that. So from the retail sales associates perspective, Craig, I know, and we want to get into your background. I know you've had time in this industry. You've been in it for a long, long time, but can you paraphrase for Mark and I, like, how does the RSA normally look at this part of the sale where they, they, they have to go in and get their guest or their consumer finance? Like, how do they look at that? And then based on that perception, Talk about how Qualify kind of eases some of that stress or pain. Yeah, um, I think they look at it as a means to an end, right? I think the good ones are talking about it early and often. Uh, but most of the time, you know, depending on the the guest or the customer experience, they're taken back to a desk. Uh, they're, they're made to fill out a, a paper credit application. They take it behind the desk. They input a bunch of information. They either get an approval or denial. Um, and, you know, that... The, the the RSA is essentially waiting on pins and needles uh, at that point to figure out what's going on with their customer. Um, and so the way that we relieve a lot of that is to put everything into one application. I love this because Quinn and I talk all the time. If you're a retailer and you can, number one, reduce friction, you're going to win. But there's also this idea of winning or losing in the transitions. And I'll tell you, one of the biggest, most clunky, most fearful, sweaty palms transitions that can happen is that moment that you're talking about whenever the consumer is waiting. And the RSA is waiting, hopeful, that this consumer is going to get approved for the financing that's going to lead to that sale. And potentially, if they did uh, an introduction of financing early in the process, maybe even more uh, yeah. of the sale. So bigger tickets. But I tell you, if you can figure out how to reduce friction in all of these transition points, 
you are going to win with consumers and that's what they expect these days. And I, I, I just love hearing you describe this, Greg, because it's like, I, I remember like, you know, back in the day, like the paper application and waiting and punching into the computer. People are like, oh, great. What do I do with my hands? Where do I sit? You know, <laughs> am I, am I going to be a pariah on the other side of this because I have terrible credit? But, but now you have just like this easy, like punch it in, everything flows through. And I think I heard you say at one point, like 92% approval ratings. So better approvals, bigger amounts, all that stuff. Uh, man, if, if there's not a horrible feeling uh, that people have that can be relieved from improving that experience, this is one of them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to make it as seamless and as frictionless as possible, right? And the more that you can do that, uh, the, the more conversions you're gonna get and ultimately the higher average ticket because you're using financing. Craig Lefew is with us. He's the VP of sales with Qualify. All right, take us into your background. Tell us about the real Craig. Yeah, uh, so I started uh, 2007 with Kingsdown. I was there a couple years, uh, worked up in, in New York City uh, on the Sleepy's account and um, then uh, transitioned into Tempur-Pedic. Uh, worked for Tempur-Pedic for six and a half years. Uh, during that time, we uh, acquired Sealy uh, which is now Tipper Sealy. And uh, in 2016, I went to work for West Creek, which is now Qualify. So uh, roughly 15 years in the industry, uh, completely love it uh, and excited about, about where we're headed. So, so Craig, oh, Kinsey, you're I was like to ask that question, I'd... where is the industry headed? You said you're excited about where we're headed. Are you talking about Qualify <laughs> or the industry? I mean, I, yeah. love, I love it if you can look into the crystal ball. Yeah, no, uh, qualify in general, but also, you know, the, the, the furniture industry. I mean, I think, um, I was actually going through, I, I do listen to the Dos Marcos podcast and, um, you know, I feel like every time there's more talk about how like this industry is like an old, old boys club, but I feel like we're breaking that stigma, uh, every day. Right. Um, so I, I, I'm excited about where it's going. When you talk about love yeah, that, love that too. Craig, so we, we talked about, so you're, I mean, how beneficial, by the way, if you were with Sleepy's back in the day on the East Coast with Heirloom, you, you, you cut your teeth on a tough account. I know that was, uh, that, that was a hotbed for a long time and those guys were difficult to work with, but you, uh, you got a good education there, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, uh, we actually worked for Kingsdown, so they had the, the uh, dorm diagnostic oh, system, right? Um, yep. So yeah, that was, that was really interesting, but I did cut my teeth. <laughs> well, it, it helps that you know the business, right? You've been on, you've been on the, uh, on a different side of it. So I know that's very helpful when it comes to your conversations with retailers. But so we, we talked about the, the cool part of qualify in terms of being able to come in. You, you want to give us a little bit of how the, the sausage is made on how is qualify able to do what you're doing versus what the competitors are doing. Can you explain that? to this audience so that they might have a little bit more comfort in terms of, okay, got it. And yes, we could use that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do a, a humble brag here. I mean, I think we're the only company uh, that's been able to do that because of the talent that we have uh, on our executive team. Uh, when you look at uh, Rob Finnegan, who's our CEO, you know, he, uh, he was former head of decision sciences at Capital One. 
Uh, he's wrote credit policies for RBC, for Bank of America, for uh, PayPal, for you know a lot of the uh, really really big banks and and big companies. And so uh, when he had this vision, uh, roughly eighteen to twenty four months ago, um, you kind of sit back and you think, hey, why has nobody done this before? And I think it's because you know he's one of the top five credit minds in in the world, right? Uh, arguably. Um, so, you know, that's when we started taking on this task, like, hey, this is possible. Hey, there is a need here. Uh, and so we started to uh, put together things, right? So we start, we had to go get a charter if you want to offer loans. Um, and we had to start going through that arduous process of, um, you know, putting, putting that product together, putting our systems in place, um, you know, t- t- testing applications. So there was a big effort between our executive team, between tech, between product, and then ultimately with sales, uh, you know, to go out and to, to be able to sell it, right. And to be able to say, Hey, this, this works, it's, it's efficient. It's going to help make the retailer uh, more money. Uh, It's going to lead to more sales, so on and so forth. So it's, um, you know, there's, there's a lot more behind that and our product is, is getting better every day. But um, I think that's kind of where, where it started because there's, there's obviously waterfall companies out there, right. Um, and, and we are integrated with, with a lot of them. Right. But I think, um, you know, there's, there's room for improvement as far as how, um, you know, how the customer's taken through the process. And and I think we solved that. Craig, I love, uh, whenever you kind of get behind the scenes, just like you did and help people understand what goes into this. I mean, because so often, you know, you look at, financing options and you're just like, okay, does it work? Am I going to get more people approved? Are the amounts going to be high enough? But you have real intention behind the business and you have a team of incredibly talented people that are pulling this together. You you talk about your your products getting better. Uh, You're out in the wild. You're out in the world. Currently qualify is in 10,000 plus furniture and mattress retail locations. So it's not like the industry yeah. hasn't adopted this. And still yet, right. there are a lot of people out there that are searching for good frictionless solutions. What do you want to say to them? Yeah. Um, I mean, so when I when I came to the company in 2016, I think we had roughly 45 doors. Um, and, you know, obviously seeing explosive growth going to 10,000 in the FMA space and then probably another five 6,000 in the tire space. Um you know, I, I think it's um, we provide the best holistic option, right? And so, when you look at other providers, um, they might do something a little bit better than than what we do, right? In in one in one silo, uh, but nobody does everything that we do. Meaning, um, we have a twenty four seven three sixty five dealer customer service. Uh, we have twelve and twenty four month terms. We go up to $7,500 on the lease product, 10,000 on the, on the loan product. Uh, we will report to TransUnion on a monthly basis, right? To help build that customer's credit, uh, which is something that, that a lot of customers are looking for. And then we have an open to buy, uh, which is key critical, as you guys know, uh, with, with CAC being where it is, uh, you know, everybody wants to go out and get new customers, right? But what are we doing to take care of the customers that we know like qualify and also like the retailer, right? So we're focused, uh, hyper-focused on on driving those customers back through the retailer's doors um, and, and aligning with them on on promotional events. You know, they're, they're Memorial Day's. And- 
Craig, you, you mentioned you mentioned waterfall. Can you take Mark and I through the, the dummies and the <laughs> the dummies on this call? Mark and I, yeah. uh, can you take us through the difference? Because is so you mentioned waterfall. Is Koalify a waterfall? Um, uh, is it a waterfall solution, or if not, how is it? And different? for anybody yeah. who doesn't know, just what is a waterfall? You got to start there. Oh, don't, don't go chasing waterfalls. You stand when, under it and okay. the water comes it comes down, down on over you. time. It's great. Yes. Um, so I'm happy, happy to explain it. And some people call it a cascade, uh, depending on, on the route that, that they take. But really, a lot of businesses now look like this. You've got a, a, a tier one product in there. I'm talking like a, a, a Wells Fargo. We can name drop on here, right? Sure. Okay. Like a, a Wells Fargo, a Synchrony, a TD. Um, you know, and and when you say tier one, that's for really good credit, Correct. right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, and then you have your your tier twos. You've got your your Genesis, your Fortiva, your Tidewaters, uh, you know, and then you've got your least own options, uh, which would be, you know, your qualifies. And then I forgot the names of any other um, least own <laughs> options, but just kidding. Um, so, yeah, typically what they would do is you come out and you'd plug them all into uh, a, a platform and then the customer could apply in that waterfall and it would take the questions that are asked for the, the tier one. And then it would, whatever you answered that with it, but in, if you didn't get approved for tier one, it would waterfall to tier two. And then it would take the information you put in for that and put it in the tier two application. Uh, any additional information they needed to approve you, you would have to provide. And then the same thing would happen going, if you didn't get approved for tier two, going to tier Three. It sounds uber exciting, but uh, you know it's it's just as clunky sometimes as the, as me explaining it. Um, you know, and then the customer is there and the whole time staring at the RSA. Uh, and so, you know, we we believe that if you take all that out of it, you know, we can. But Craig, can I can I pause I, you there real quick? So when you say it takes whatever the information is from tier one and drops it to tier two, is that a manual thing? Is the re, is the retail sales associate? Go, no, it just automatically happens. It. Yeah, which is okay. Why right, it's better right. than doing like three different applications, right? So that, but but it, it populates automatically. But the RSA is still required to go in and hit submit a second time or submit a third time. So that's not automated. It's literally them having to say, okay, that didn't work. Let's go here. Enter. Yes, and more importantly, the customer okay. is is getting a no in that process. Hey, right, you're right, not approved right, for right. this. But we can try this. Whereas in our system, okay. they don't get a no unless they're not approved for anything. That's a big difference. We think from a customer experience standpoint, it's it's revolutionary. What are your pe what are people saying yeah, to you? I like after you they go from the old way to the qualify way, what are some of the things you hear? What's the feedback? Yeah, I mean you you'll get um your typical like wow that was that was really easy like you've really simplified the process um, you know I, th I think one of our uh, or not, I don't think one of our core values is is being radically transparent um, so we are uh, you know overly communicating with that customer about what type of product they're getting into whether it's loan or lease uh, people really like that about us and they really like uh, the the fact that we'll pick up the phone and help help talk to them I mean I think customer service in general is uh, lacking these days. And so if they know that we're going to pick up the phone in under 20 seconds, and you're going to, you're going to talk to a live person to help resolve the issue. I mean, all those things help go into 
you know, that one application where we're going to generate an approval and ultimately help you close the sale. I, I got to go back in time here for hey, just Mark. a second though, but let's back up for a second because yeah. before I forget, you had mentioned if you get a customer who is now a, a customer that's financed, there are ways to bring them back in the store. We're all the time talking about foot traffic and also talking about how do we maintain a relationship and make the sale the beginning of a relationship. How, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, typically uh, what we'll do is we will, um, you know, if, if the customer is approved for $5,000, but they only spend 2,500, we will organically target them to come back into the store. Um, but what I like to do is, is I like to sit down with our retailers and put co-branded marketing campaigns together, right? So, hey, here's uh, XYZ retailer. Oh, by the way, here's their Memorial Day ad. And oh, by the way, you have $2,500 to spend there. Um, I mean, I think that has been the most effective across our portfolio. Uh, it, it's roughly 15 to 20% come back in, but at the ones that are doing the co-branded efforts, which are extremely cheap, right? I mean, they, we don't have to put these grand marketing plans in place. We can do emails. We can, um, you know, um, send letters. We, there's, there's a lot of things you can do, but we can really do this electronically, which is what customers prefer now uh, to, to help drive them back in the store. So, uh, and then we're seeing a heavy amount, obviously conversion rate on that is super high. Um, so tapping into different ways that, you know, that we can utilize customers that love that dealer and that, and that love qualified. Mark, I was going to ask you a question earlier. I mean, for you and I, I think you're going to answer the same way, but imagine if we were retail sales associates and we had to go through the process of bringing people to the desk to write up the deal. And then you had to go through a clunky like finance thing where you're like, you know, hit them with one and then hit them with another. And then like all the awkwardness that has to be like happening in those, in those moments versus the confidence we would have knowing if we had qualify and all we had to do is put it in one time and it was going to give us the answer that we needed and all that other stuff, like how much more confidence would you have going into that final moment, Kinsley? Yeah, it's a no-brainer. I mean, it's the it's a it's no your worst nightmare to get to the very end of a sale and spend a ton of time and lose a sale because that customer didn't have the cash or the funds and needed to, to access financing and then didn't fit into that top tier. And when they missed that top tier, they're like, ah, I'm embarrassed or I'm uncomfortable, I'm going to walk. I mean, I would be interested to see the figures and how many people actually stick around for like those non-waterfall solutions and actually get down to tier two. And if you eliminate that, you eliminate the friction, you give people confidence, you maintain a friendly, congenial atmosphere between the salesperson and the customer. All those things add up, they compound. And, and look, I mean, you're talking about competing with somebody who's shown clear intent to buy, uh, who, can, who can go online or go home and, and pursue something else. So I, I love all the boxes that it checks for sure. Because otherwise I'd be learning ma like magic tricks to keep them distracted during the transition. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of this time, Kinsley, when I went up to Amy, this girl I really wanted to date. Like I had my sights set on her. She was beautiful. She was the one. And I went up to her and I'm like, Amy, like this has got to be right. Like I'm feeling this for you. Like what do you think? Can we go out? We'll have dinner. She goes, you know, you're not really right for me, 
But I got like a couple other friends that maybe you would fit for. <laughs> it reminds me of that moment. Did she introduce you to them? <laughs> no, no, I never got that far. I got turned down from the top tier, Kinsley. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And she passed me off and it broke my heart. Okay? The good news is you got I turned down from right what now. was previously the top tier. And then you found a level above that. And her name's Bridget. Got that right. I didn't settle for that third tier i didn't have it hey uh so craig as soon as you can get done being my counselor uh so who is qualified we kinsley mentioned ten thousand people ten thousand different retail doors you guys are working with can you hit us with a couple of the names that maybe some of the retail partners you guys are working with or is that a question we shouldn't ask yeah no man i, I think it's fine i mean we're working with uh roughly 150 plus uh ashley licensees um, we're doing business with the mattress firm franchises, not all of them, but a, a good amount of them. Uh, you know, the, the Miss Kelly's of the world, the Bob Mills of the world, uh, mattress warehouse is a great partner of ours. Um, so yeah, I mean, Bernie and Phil's, uh, as well, exclusive furniture down there in Houston. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've got a lot of dealers who are, who are super passionate about financing, uh, just as much as we are and they love it. Craig, so many retailers are trying to go endless aisle. They're trying to have an e-commerce presence. They're trying to make sure that that visibility in the search phase leads back to them and potentially leads to a purchase through their website. How does this, how does qualify? How do you interface with the e-com world? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, especially, you know, po well, dare I say post COVID, uh, or I don't even know what stage of COVID or that we're in, but um, as e-com becomes more and more uh, I mean, if you're not an e-com now, like you've completely missed the boat, right? Like if, if you haven't started e-com, um, you know, you're, 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 you're out of, uh, you're out of it, but yeah. So we have, um, we can either be on the retailer's website, right? So we offer a lot of convenient things in the store as well, where you can, uh, text message the application. We've got QR codes and things like that. But, uh, one of the things that we like to do, we like to be on the website. Uh, and the customer can apply sitting there on the couch and take in their approval to the store and know what they're shopping with uh, ahead of time. Uh, but the other cool thing that we're developing, and, and this is just got an email this morning that we are uh, fully integrated with a certain platform, we've got a full spectrum e-commerce experience. Uh, and so we're really, um, really targeting that. I mean, essentially... Your e-commerce, and you guys can, you guys probably know better about this, but if if you're a hundred million dollar company, you got ten stores, uh, your e-commerce store should be doing around ten million dollars. I mean, you should treat it as a, a completely separate store. Uh, that might be a little high. I don't know. Quinn's uh, shaking his head there, but so we are helping facilitate that, right? So before nobody had really been able to offer that in e-commerce, the loan and lease together. Uh, and we're going to be the first company that's going to be able to do that as well. So we're super excited. Talk about the lease to own world. I mean, nobody's really talking about it, but is this, is the lease to own world a big opportunity? Uh, yeah. I mean, to put it, to put it bluntly, it's, um, it's, it's the, the biggest opportunity out there facing retailers if they want to grab onto it. Um, when I, when I came over from, uh, Temper Sealy, I really didn't know anything about it. Uh, I was shocked to hear who the least owned customer is. And and what I mean by that is if you take, um, I mean, so we, we did a big study 
uh, a couple of years ago. And our customer, if you look at that least owned customer, a lot of people thought, or at least, you know, I thought it was somebody living in a van down by the river. Uh, that's absolutely not the case. Like in our, our, our customer base, you know, 52% own their own home or uh, 62% own their own home. 52% are college educated. Uh, 85% of them make between uh, $30,000 and $80,000 a year. So these are, these are our neighbors, right? Uh, these are people that have been through real life situations, uh, bankruptcy, divorce, medical bills, student loans, like life has happened to them. Um, and you know, they, they still need to get furniture, right? They still need to get furniture. They still need to get appliances. They still need a place to sleep. Uh, they still want adjustable bases. Right. And so what I set out to do was kind of bridge that gap and say, Hey, um, top 100 retailers, like this is a huge opportunity. If you will just turn on the green light for these consumers that want to shop at your store, uh, versus, you know, a lot of the rent to own locations, it's not a great experience. They, they want to shop at the top 100 locations. Um, you just got to turn the green light on and let them know that they can come in there. I'm not asking them to put a, a gorilla on top of their building, you know, a huge inflatable gorilla on top of their building or anything. Right. Uh, we just want some information on the website, want some information in the ads. Uh, but I, I, th I think it's a massive opportunity for uh, small business or top 100 retailers. I love hearing you tap into that a little bit and talk about who that customer is because we get in our echo chamber and customer profiles and personas and this, that, and the other, and you forget, oh my gosh, there's tons of people that uh, may just want to use financing. They may have had something come up at this moment in their life and yep. they're moving right now. But the thing, the financial event came up at this moment in their life. Uh, or they're recovering from you know some of those different scenarios that you outlined there. So it's a good reminder. Uh, just like we talk about not profiling people when they come into shop for furniture or mattress, uh, this, this being very much in line with that. And I have heard uh, from people who have found these other kind of businesses within a business that I think is a really creative way to generate revenue and, uh, and tap into some, some business that's out there they may have otherwise not attracted, whether it's you know getting into uh, being the furniture store that supplies um, the commercial businesses like banks and things like that, or tapping into a lease to own model, um, or even tapping into, you know, I heard about this business in Dallas that, you know, they're going and furnish your entire home and it's essentially a lease to own model, but they yeah. made it higher end because you had a I lot of, doing that too. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, there's so many lines of, uh, thinking out there like this. That I think if you tease out with a good team, it could lead to some meaningful, service lines for, for people, but you got to have that financing piece in place. Yeah. I mean, you like it is, it is a, it moving forward. It's a necessary part of your, of your financing portfolio. Um, you like a, a lot of bless them, but a lot of people that I meet with are like, Hey, that's not my customer. I'm like, listen, that's, that's your customer. They have literally just shifted into this category over the last three or four years, right? Like it's still your customer. They're just, need to use a different vehicle to finance things with. Um, and so, you know, that's what I, I spend my day doing. And that's that, that answer from them is so interesting to me because it's like, how do you know what's not your customer? Like you're not trying or you're not doing it. So give it a shot, man. I mean, you never know. And by the way, our research and data says differently. Um, so, uh, all right. And, and as we kind of move out of this, uh, tell us, like, so you're launching something that was innovative and very cool and different. 
Um, so uh, I know you guys aren't ever standing still or resting. What's next? Like, what's the next big thing for Qualify? Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's truly being able to have our full spectrum e-commerce uh, out in the wild uh, and, and active. I mean, it's right now you can get uh, there's a lot of companies that do e-commerce loans, but not that do e-commerce loans and leases. And so if you think about the approval rates in e-commerce loan products, they're super low. I mean, they're 30, 35 percent. Right. Um so us being able to offer lease to own in that space as well is is truly a game changer. And it's, I mean, you guys know how conversions look on e-commerce, right? They're just not great at all, right? So the opportunity out there to help convert those and to help offer financing to people who, uh, you know, just want to shop through e-commerce, which is more and more prevalent every day. Uh, I think it's a, a massive opportunity. We're in the process of integrating with all the platforms. And so... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I love that too, because we often preach, you need to make sure that your in-store experience matches your online experience, whether that's an extra fee for delivery outside of a 50 mile radius to you can buy remotes or extended legs on that adjustable base to mirroring the financing or the lease to own options that are going to happen if you're standing there in store. So those worlds just, I mean, the clicks and bricks have to hold hands these days. So. Uh, kudos to the team at Qualify for putting together kind of that full spectrum. It's so important, and the retailers that are doing it right that we've seen want that mirrored uh, experience. It gives continuity between the two because people are going to fade in and out. They're going to start online. They're going to finish yep. online. They're going to go into the store. It's not this super clean path to purchase that people sometimes think it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it'll we will effectively be able to work with uh, – I mean, omnichannel is a big buzzword right now, right? Like, we'll be able to handle – every phase of that omnichannel process for the retailer, right? Um, and I wholeheartedly agree about, you know, your your website is the is the front door to your business. Um, and so if you're not taking that third thing that you mentioned and uh, putting putting financing on there, or allowing the customer to have financing on there, uh, you're doing your company a disservice. Well, hey, we, Craig, it's been great having you take us through this because I'm always like, how are people gonna save more time? How are people gonna make more money? And those are some of the ideas we try to surface here on the Dos Marcos show, because you got retailers out there fighting tooth and nail, can, trying to compete. Many of them doing very well, but some of those ideas in the technology stack needs reevaluated uh, and reoriented as times change. So I love the products that qualifies coming up with, and, and you did us a study here. So thank you for this. If you go to qualify.com slash fam, F-A-M, uh, you can book a meeting and what are you guys going to do? Toss people 50 bucks just for saying, Hey, yeah, yeah. I think it's, uh, I, I, I mean, it's a very non-invasive way to figure out what we're all about and you get paid for it. So nice and qualify by the way, koala, like the koala bear and then fi F I as in finance. So qualify.com forward slash fam and Craig, Hey, like it or not, brother, you're now a member of the fam. We're happy to, to bring you into the fold. Nice, nice. Well, I've been itching to get on here for a while, so uh, super excited to talk to you guys. You guys are both legendary, so really appreciate it. <laughs> Quinn's slightly more legendary hey, we need to than snip myself. At that Adrian, <laughs> I don't think so. I was going to say Adrian, our executive producer, is like listening in the background on all these shows. So make sure you you grab that sound bite from Craig. I don't think anyone's called this legendary, so we got to really like grab that <laughs> and like push it out into every place we can. So thank you, Craig. Um, 
Craig, you know, I just want to thank you too, because, you know, Mark and I value innovation and uh, guys that are, you know, doing stuff different in the market. If you're listening to the show, my hope for you is that I know it's a pain in the butt to go through and, you know, like even with your home insurance and like, you know, every now and then you gotta, you gotta put that stuff up for bid. And if you're with state farm, go with Allstate. you gotta, you gotta check everybody to make sure that, you know, you're in the right spot. But, um, so take Craig up on his offer, take that 50 bucks, uh, go out and have a good lunch or dinner with it and, uh, learn your way into the coolest, newest stuff in the, in the uh, finance space. Uh, and the other thing I guess I would say is if you're listening to the show, uh, it's so important that we build the fam. And so please share, uh, go on, like it, uh, you know, review it. We'd love that too, but it's a campfire. We say it all the time. We want more people at it and we love it. Craig, uh, Lefew is a great example of that. He's part of it now. And, uh, we just want to keep building it out and bringing people to the table that are doing cool and unique stuff. So Craig can't thank you enough, man. You guys are doing a great job to everyone to qualify. Thanks for innovation and thinking differently and uh can't wait for the next time will you come back absolutely uh really grateful to be here and um, looking forward to it as well you can bounce on it oh, oh. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. Cool as ice. And I'm hot like a heater. Bounce by the ounce. Now, now we, we got, got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth or bounce all night. Yeah. Put the two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. It's the best thing to happen to your mattress. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get hybrid. If you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Nothing short of cheap. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, phone keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl want to chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no! You need springs and foam Cause if that bowling ball don't bounce You'll be sleeping alone And if the bed don't react Then you can't get low We got the type of bounce That won't spill your Merlot So stick with us And you'll get rewarded Cause I'm so gentle And I'm so supportive Hi. 
Is where the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses. Yeah.